0: What's his name? I yeah. Oh, it should be on my phone because like and I keep downloading it. Some of the songs are pretty nice. But otherwise most of my stuff is from the 80s and 70s.
1: The have you heard of this guy's name's Masego? No. I have been obsessing over him all, all the way that I was driving. I initially I never left you because I was listening to all your stuff, your podcasts and whatnot, just to, you know. So this, like, this Shawn Mendes. Oh, Shawn Mendes, yes. stuff I've been recently exposed
0: to, it's quite, quite nice. Then, what is that song, what it's called? So, I mean, there's an odd song that I like, but it's hard for me to say. that This is something consistently that I, I don't usually. All right. Anyway, sorry <laughs> no no that's fine that's fine that's really I mean helpful with the
1: names uh, My dad used to say when I was younger there, there was there's some old Hindu proverb about if somebody does not like art they don't really understand life or something something to do with that and I've I looked into myself I started introspecting I was like what kind of art do I even like and the only thing that mystifies and, and, and seduces me in a different direction is music like that is weirdly really, mm. and it's been rather tragic since I started doing podcasts or even getting into that world I had to forsake my music listening hours to more information. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, been music quite can
0: do right. stuff that, that
1: uh, no that information. Can. Can, I mean, it, it can, everything could be shit, but it can uplift your mood. And it's weird because there isn't particularly, we have no idea why music works, why it works in the way it does, why it connects to emotions in the way it does. Whatever's happening with music in our brains is a massive mystery. Did you ever get across to watching that episode on Explained about music? No, I haven't. Oh, that is one of, like, just one night, I was just sitting and wondering, the fuck? Like, why do I never, why have I never thought about, why would we evolve or something like that and whatnot? But, Abhinandan, thank you so much for doing this. This is, this is my absolute pleasure to be in company with you. want to start off with something far more relevant than any political garbage that we might come across in the course of our conversation and that is I've still been drilling from the fact that you were roughly twice my age what is what is what is what is is the skincare magic what is your routine how do you manage that
0: I guess it's just a combination of genetics and uh, look at you get proud about genetics it's a combination of and doing everything in moderation yeah right drink too much I don't smoke too much I don't eat too much and I exercise I mean, that's one thing I think if you grew up in a small town like mm-hmm. a lot of people in my and, and the I think it's also I mean I think obesity you read articles that have gone up in urban India for your generation mm-hmm. I think also there's it's it's just you can't help it life has become like that you know the kind of it's not safe to let your kids go like when I grew up in Daradun post lunch mm-hmm. at for restaurant and then you could do whatever the him. hell. Or oh, if my dad was a 4 so if you were in a cantonment, right? control room completely safe. Right. You had to be home for dinner. Mm. So you'd be chasing butterflies, catching caterpillars, right. shooting, Uh, you know, which is not a good thing to do. But right. when you're young, you do stupid stuff. Right, right, right. Chameleons right. and stuff with air guns. Ah. And you'd be running amok, flying kites. I mean, today I wouldn't send my niece and nephew out to the house so right. unescorted. Right, no, I I, I... I think the life is changed. It was just so physical when you were young. I mean, the vehicle only came out... If it had to take you to the dentist or something, otherwise the vehicle never came out, you walked and cycled everywhere.
1: Right, right. I mean, you know what, when I first came back from New York, and not first, I think a couple of times after, and I was just like this walking man. I walk in the city. I tried to walk down Faridabad. <laughs> and I was like, I walk. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, go back home, you stupid hell. Because one, there is no footpaths. Yeah. Two, there is no clean air. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's no clean air. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's right. I, I get that. I mean, boredom died with the iPhone like nothing did. Yeah. once the iPhone was around you didn't have to chase butterflies like what the hell are you even talking about um but you know i I, I was interested uh, in w- what you were talking about earlier just right before we started shooting we were discussing the the fact that you you think this world's a post ideological world and there is no hiding from the fact that the media industry is a post truth industry in some sense where you know anything gets... My question's the same. What are we fixated on then, if not the truth or the narrative? If it's not the story or the fact, what are we fixated on then?
0: I think it is the fact. We're still fixated on facts. We're still fixated on stories. It's just that the it's, it's not as black and white as it used to be or there is not one truth. Like, I think this whole post-truth world is problematic, but it is not any more problematic than the world that we have left behind. Mm. Um, you would not remember, but when I was young, uh, in fact, when I was your age also, there was just five channels. Mm. But when, till I was in college, there was just one channel, Doodarshan, mm. and DD Metro is a new channel that had come up, which mm. has some entertainment stuff. So that time, what the state said is what we had to believe. Mm. Today, there is, you know, because of social media, uh, and then they came the noisy phase of television before... The internet completely took over everything and, and convergence is inevitable. There were multiple voices, it was noisier, but there was more accountability. Mm. So we often, I think, in um, we forget that it is a step forward, mm. just because there's so much noise, mm. doesn't mean that um, what we have gained is to be scoffed at or just to be taken lightly. Mm. So I mean, if the example I give to everybody is that when Indira Gandhi died in 1984, uh, we had on television and we were all watching, we were, I think I must have been in class six or seven, um, maybe five I don't remember. Uh, we were watching television and she was lying in state and there was, you know, that Russian music playing and lovely commentary. We did not know that just one kilometer from where that live telecast was happening, people were being dragged out and burned. Mm. Today we would know that. Mm. There would be others who were saying that, no, this is not true. Mm. And people would be using footage saying that something that happened years ago is happening today. Hmm. But I definitely think all that problem notwithstanding, we are in a better position because the chance of truth coming out today is higher. Hmm. While there is the chance of lies going around also higher. Hmm. But the fact that there is a pipeline that will make sure the truth comes out, Hmm. uh, and those pipelines are way more frequent and, and more today, Right. is is good. And as far as the post-logical is good, so I think mm. I get what you're saying. It's mm. a post-truth world, but we are still fixated on truth. Now the ideology bit that you spoke about, and there's an intersection there because a lot of people want to sacrifice truth for ideology. Mm-hmm. If you want the narrative you want out, is that that you know uh, in in Delhi the Rohingyas who came are creating crime, and there are enough you know channels who do that and magazines who do that, but there's no evidence that's a problem and that is where ideology comes in now that's the kind of ideology which is not how we understood ideology left right you know free market libertarians or uh, conservatives uh, so I think on that front the economic ideology Hmm. we live in a post ideological world because Hmm. uh, someone like me who when he was younger was uh, you know was more fixed as time goes by we've you know gone through two or three, depending on whose version you believe, industrial revolutions, there's enough evidence to show that, you know, where free markets work, and there is no denying that they work, hmm. and there is enough evidence to show that sometimes free markets cannot be allowed access to certain things and certain markets or certain countries or certain geographies. Hmm. There's evidence to show that. Right. So when I see the, what used to be called the IMF walas or the World Bank walas earlier, consider that privatization is a... Just, answer to everything mm. is, is dumb mm. at the same time when I hear communists saying that oh we cannot privatize anything everything should be mm. that's also just dumb I mean there is a logic to the efficient allocation of resources and price discovery um, to um, uh we make that say? yeah yeah you just could, mm. uh, price okay. discovery mm. um, that 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 efficiency exists that logic exists so I guess one has to see the you know, case by case basis. If, if you asked me when I was, you know, a, a teenager or even in my early twenties in uh, hmm. college, like you were, uh, what is my ideology? I'd say I have a socialist ideology. Hmm. Today I would not describe myself as that at all. Right. Because I am a huge uh, free know, market person. Free market person, but at the same time, if someone to ask me should water be privatized, I would say no. Hmm. Uh, should World Bank make policy? I would say hmm. no. Hmm. Their motivations are different. Our right. motivations are different. Right so that's what I mean That but the ideology today that we have come into mm. you know adopt and that is why I think what is the age of reality shows right. is we like this person mm. and no matter what this person says is that is idea. our ideology right. so I was just seeing interview yesterday I think it was on CNN he's a conservative who says I'm a conservative and I was a Republican but I'm not a Republican anymore because mm. Trump is like a parasite who has eaten up its host inside out mm. there is nothing Conservative or the Republican Party. Hmm. If Trump says free markets are bad, they are bad. Hmm. So that was never position hmm. uh, So, ideology, like we know it is gone. Hmm. Ideology, the ideology of gods or reality show stars, whether it is a Modi, whether it is a Trump, um, these reality show stars now are the ideology. No matter what they say, good, bad, ugly, I believe that. Right. It doesn't matter where I am on the economic or social spectrum.
1: Right. We live in sort of like the... Um, like the personal branding era when it comes to stuff like this from an entrepreneurial lens I think that's how infinite leverage is now in the hands of a single producer itself and that sort of you know but um, there was one I think one of the finest responses to the fake news phenomena or at least the understanding of it in its natural progression is what you just said about um, that this is a step forward that there was all this latent energy that was trapped within infrastructure that did not exist that is now allowed to be let free and therefore there is cluttering involved and and our job is to sort through that cluttering and that's my question to you how do you think do we sort through this extremely noisy system that we've created that's the the precise reason why i exist is because i was sick of these of, of, of news channels and mainstream media how do we begin how does somebody like me begin to declutter what to hear and what not to hear and what to pay heed and what not to pay heed
0: I think that's a challenge that many people are still grappling to find answers with. I have attended many roundtables. I have attended many, you know, think tank sessions trying to figure out what to do. What are the, you know, very bright minds, you know, come and participate. And I learn so much when I hear them talk. But no one has an answer yet. Mm. Uh, I think a good book was um, The Digital Age by um, uh, the founders of of, uh, Google. uh, Mm. I forget... I'm forgetting the name to Absolutely. Eric something uh, yeah. I mean, right, it's, it's right. A, was, so I mean I think it was written about 8-10 years ago maybe not mm. 10 years ago maybe 6-8 years ago some of the predictions have come true mm. and these are really bright minds who've thought it through who mm. have created you know, who are at people. the forefront of this shit yeah right. uh, but some of the predictions have fallen flat in their face mm. uh, what they predicted that uh, the anonymity of Journalists would lead to better journalism that mm. has not happened mm. the anonymity of peace has led to complete proliferation exactly. of fake right. news so right. That, right. Uh, right. but on other things that they were right so I think we are still figuring out what the solution is mm. uh, personally for me um, it's easier for someone who is a news professional has been for you know over two decades because one has seen who are the credible names right and one has seen who one can follow for what mm-hmm. like there are certain journalist whose views I would uh, you know uh, hold uh, valuable on let's say foreign policy right but if he uh, is talking about something to do with you know a pop policy uh, where I know there's a conflict of interest where he is either very close or funded by the person who was who framed that policy, then I know on that issue I will not take that person's word mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So personally, for me, I I use that filter, right? Um, and then there are certain platforms like there are various versions of Breitbart in India, mm. uh, who I would not even you know bother gotcha. anything from them is nonsense, and mm. I make it a point because some people on groups because you know news professionals assume and that's a big problem that everybody's as hooked into the news system mm. as we are. Mm. They're not. They're just casual readers. Mm-hmm. So they start making fun oh you, you shared a piece from let's say a, you know, Postcard News an in Open India or something I'm like sure you can laugh at them because we know how you know silly these people are platforms are, are. Right. but a regular person doesn't for them it's a website mm-hmm. it just has a name and it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Uh, so I think um, how one is going to figure that out uh, as time goes by will depend hugely on the leaders we produce and right. why I say that is that right now in too many countries in the world, including our own, the political leadership has an ally in fake news. Mm. A lot of their information is fake news. Mm. The pipelines they use are these pipelines of, you know, of, uh, of, of spreading information that is uh, inaccurate or false or compromised. Mm. Um, so. I don't see them making any effort right. to stem this tide mm-hmm. uh, including Trump mm-hmm. uh, of, course, of course of course of course so, so I think uh, and the example I always give is that you know if you go to a country like Singapore where I don't think it is on the crosshairs of any ISIS or Al-Qaeda or anyone day before a cinema where the film starts they have a compulsory video that plays what to do in case of a terrorist strike. Mm. I'm not sure if terrorists ever struck in Singapore mm. or has any plans to, but they play that. They you have a captive audience, mm. so if it happens, the whole population of Singapore has seen that so often, they know what to do. Mm. In India, rather than play the national anthem and all of us stand and I mean, if you really think about it, we've come to let's see see the bung or some other film that right. it has and I everyone's mean, standing and I mean it is such a dumb concept. Mm-hmm. If they were just use that, you know time to run a a little film on don't believe fake news Mm. don't do WhatsApp forward Mm. so much but that is not going to be part of policy because that doesn't benefit the people who today use fake news Mm. to further their agenda Mm. Mm. so I think how we're going to sift through this we'll have to just wait for a leader for whom this is a priority Mm. Uh, until then that's a dark proposition it is but, but until then everyone's looking and floundering I know people have come up with solutions to social media because Facebook Twitter is where all this spreads so they say like you know in, in stock markets when suddenly a stock starts trading like, mm. in volume huge mm. if there's 10% spike within a right, certain stop, direction right. there's a cut off right, 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 right. because mm. there's something wrong happening you know, yeah. there's a, mm-hmm. so but there's a suggestion that social media platforms should do that. If suddenly one you know, news is being shared at a rate of, let's say, a million times in like five minutes, hmm. cut off that news should be pulled off, verification done, then reactivated. Right. I mean, there are various, uh, you know, kind of ways. Right. Yeah, but, you know.
1: but I mean, you, you know, and we, we got around to you telling me almost similarly the last time we hung out as well. But then I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And... What happens is exactly what you point out. It's that you were as much a consumer, but also a producer. Right. And so as a consumer, you can have faith in yourself because you've been entrenched in the scene long enough to know who to trust and who not to trust. I of sheer mere absolute just a single piece of consumer um, will have a hard time attaching my faith to even you or for that matter, anybody, because, you know, your faith's personal. My faith has to be inter- interpersonal. In the case of a producer. And this was my question to somebody else I was speaking to the other day as well and he works in political narratives and interpretation of political facts as well and I was like, why, how, how do I come to the place where I can be like, okay, Abhinandan or for that matter, Ashish or for that matter, whoever I can trust, how do I navigate with, because I don't want to spend too much time looking into politics and then dissecting what could or could not be and There is no fighting the fact that people are fried in their heads because of the political information that's thrown at them. Twitter is a shit show, a very addictive shit show, but a shit show regardless. And I want to be spending time doing say, hanging out with my family. I don't want to be thinking about all this. How can I peg my belief to any, what is one system I can peg my belief to so that at least I have the minimum viable truth to move forward in life? How do I ensure I'm not on the wrong side of history when decisions are to be made on the fascist trend of things and the communist trend of things? What do you what do you think about that?
0: I think brands will play a huge part, but the problem with brands is they get diluted as much as they get, you know, strengthened. And because news is going through crisis the world over, brands don't have the kind of budgets to build that brand. For example, um, let's say Apple. Hmm. Like, you know, I don't think I know that much about software. I don't know how much you know. Nothing. but a person knows that if I buy Apple it is robust it is sound if this app is available on the app store is. they have done some sort of due diligence and it is not going to corrupt my machine mm. you know my iPhone or my tablet or whatever mobile device I'm using so in tech there are many such brands that have created a credibility mm. we need that in the news space as well but it's going to be a lot more difficult in the news space because mm tech is not ideologically based on your belief system where you come from it it's mm-hmm. not more philosophical you know sure. like I believe inherently and I do believe there's data to show show that but it would be difficult for me to say whether well, that's an objective view or not because I'm a forgy kid mm-hmm. someone uh, general uh, Panag had the other day tweeted and someone said that this police officer went rogue so he tweeted something along the lines of like aren't all police officers rogue mm. And people start criticizing, you know, how can you say that about cops? Now, I believe that there is the the integrity and the honesty and system in the army, while I know there are enough people in the army who are also compromised and corrupt. By and large, it is an institution that has discipline Hmm. and I will trust Hmm. I have zero trust in the cops, and hmm. when I say zero, I literally mean zero. no
1: oh, no! I heard you on last uh, what yeah. was it? Haftar, right? Hafta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: cops are like in India are Rotes. a shit show. They're co-
1: they're cockroaches. They're I sense. mean,
0: I I I mean, I won't use that word. It's just. I mean, I don't mean it with
1: so, as much disrespect. I'm sorry, but yes, I can't. I mean, you I won't use that word for other reasons because
0: uh-huh. when you dehumanize something, it becomes easier to kind of. But I think I have had a lot of experience with cops hmm. as an activist, as a regular citizen as someone who has house help who lives in a basti close to my house every few weeks some house help of ours calls us for help because their child has been taken off and slapped around so now when I will do a piece on cops Mm. I will have no sympathy Mm. there are situations where they may deserve sympathy Mm. right Mm. Uh, and I'm sure there are many such situations Mm. but where I'm coming from there's, uh, my life experiences have colored me. Mm-hmm. And if I come from the Faji point of view, I will usually come from a more sympathetic this point of view. Right, right. Now that extends to you know your political party, whether you have been chased out as a refugee out of Kashmir, mm. whether you have suffered the humiliation of a minority. Mm. And we all human beings have that inherent bias, which is why when people say, Are you unbiased or be objective? I'm like dude you don't know the meaning of either of those words mm. only math is objective Right. not even physics and chemistry is objective no. depending on where in the universe and a black hole, and way. all of it is subject to quantum <coughs> so mm-hmm. even science changes mm. uh, uh, so of course our personal experiences make our stories a certain way but what I do know is that a brand like the Indian Express mm. you mm. may have the way a story is worded, if there are too many adjectives used, although they don't, mm. there may be a bias to it, but mm. the information will not be wrong. Mm. Like I would happily read the reports of many people who I disagree with mm. ideologically, but I know as journalists they will not give me fa- false information. Mm. So I think brands like that, like a New York Times, I think is a brand that has built and uh, Trump has helped build it. Mm. Uh, it is a brand that has significant, uh, you know. Uh, credibility for accurate information. Mm. What we mistake is that earlier... See, the readership of news is still going up. It's not going down. Mm-hmm. There's a book which I highly recommend, which I recommend in a lot of places where I speak, is Amusing Ourselves to Death mm-hmm. by Neil Postman. Mm-hmm. An American you know, writer, he'd written in... Ya yeah, come in, in the 70s, um, mm-hmm. that uh, television will be the end of American intelligence. You know, by I don't mean American... Right, like cyber. a dumb box, right? Yeah, it is just... But that has not happened mm-hmm. people are still getting smarter now Jersey Shaw or a Big Boss or a Apprentice type you know shit all reality shows will always have a much larger audience mm. than let's say 60 minutes but the percentage of people of humanity watching 60 minutes has gone up mm. it's just that the amount of people watching that Big should. Boss have gone up further mm-hmm. but net net we are getting smarter mm-hmm. I think that's true for this age as well mm-hmm. a lot more people have political opinions some mm-hmm. of them have no idea of politics like someone posted a video of this guy going to the CA and and did not see a stood for. Him. now fine that guy's an ass mm-hmm. but he's engaged mm-hmm. he will learn tomorrow mm-hmm. earlier there was even that wasn't there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and I think in that you know these conflicting narratives the speed at which you were trying to change people has gone up because one tweet one post one whatsapp forward mm-hmm. You know, adds to that information kind of overload. So the speed is faster, but I don't think it will make us dumber as a people. I think it will make us more informed as a people.
1: I think there is no doubt about the fact the advent of long form conversations, much like this, and I mean, there's enough people who make this a point. The fact that bloody Game of Thrones ran for what, eight, seasons disappointing us to the end but over 10 years such a complex narrative and everybody followed is directly against the assumption made in earlier tv that people are supposed to watch six minute bits and walk further Mm -hmm. right every time somebody tells me why don't you make three minute videos i'm like no that there is i get your point but you know um it seems also to me that this this entire media phenomena is going through one of the biggest democratization in terms of the kind of it's like the gatekeepers are finally the people in in so many ways. I can publish it, right? Anybody right. walking on the street Blogs, can publish, right? Social right. Social media, sure. And so and so and and, and it's it's not just true for media, but also with the blockchain and whatnot. The ultimate attempt is to democratize almost any credit means, right? Mm-hmm. And my guess would be that what a, a a socially credible journalism, which is probably what we start looking for over the next ten years or so, will will sort of integrate technology in the same sense where likes, but Use your mind before you like something. In the sense, do you endorse this happen? Do you are you sure? And my ultimate complaint is the with with this entire phenomenon is the urgency of motivation with which we want to understand the world. So there is nobody sitting long enough to see how it pans out. It has to be now. It has to be now or you're not human. It has to be now or you're not national, right? It and. It, which is which is a which is a testimony to the share culture the forward culture that we are a part of like do it now or do it never every time i come back from america and i have all these all these thoughts about the indian democracy and its functioning and i go up to my uncle or my dad and i start speaking they have these alternate facts from whatsapp that since their generation was being born in a time where print was print and that is the because end of, it is there i read it so it must be true it must be yeah. true it's like and and then i get into this place where i'm like i cannot declutter this And therefore, I sort of disagree with the idea that this person who's out there protesting against CA, he will learn tomorrow, is because he might do... I had a friend go to that protest and I started questioning him and beyond a certain point, he hit a wall, he did not have an answer. And I was like, why didn't you do your homework before you go? What if, what if, for whatever bloody reason, you got Lathi charged, killed, whatever. You don't want that unless you know what the benefit you're getting from it, unless you believe in the idea. So do your homework before you go.
0: Well, how much homework is homework in the sense that I was an inherent part of one of the largest, you know, movements that had happened in at least my living memory, which is the Jan Lokpan movement. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I was among the, you know, core group that was a part of, you know, rolling it out there. Uh, the, the draft of the bill would keep changing. Uh, I was not up to speed and I was one of the better informed ones. Mm. Uh, probably Prashant and Arvind and all were the most informed because they were right Dr. Shekharil, people who were working on the bill. So on on the draft uh, mm. of the bill, so I think I disagree with you in the sense that even if he took a risk of taking a all, deal, yeah, you know big deal, here. You know what's the youth for? Mm-hmm. The youth is for that. I mean, you know, I've been in situations when I, in my twenties which I don't. But like uh, I rant on my podcast. I don't know whether you heard that. You know what is the youth today doing? And and you know then someone wrote and I said, why the fuck don't you? I said, dude, I went. Mm. I've been to enough protests in my youth. Mm. I mean, I, I sp- I've I spent, you know, the night in Tuklak Road police station, all that. I've done all that shit. Mm, mm. I don't do that at 46. Mm. Maybe mm. I will, but I, I'm... There is an age for that. There mm. is an age to get, you know, whacked around by cops. Mm. It, this, it's not my age anymore. Mm. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. I have other responsibilities. I have to make sure that fucking I run this place fine. Right.
1: Know? Still hard to so, believe you're 46. So, so, really? <laughs> no, but no,
0: but th- These are the things. So, I... I would not try to insulate the youth from risk right. because they're not informed. Right. I think right. Uh-huh. risk is inherent to life. If mm. you want to grow, you got to take risks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that what you said about, you know, your uncle and your father, mm. very similar experience I have, but what I found amazing is that in a family where mm-hmm. my dadi used to say, I couldn't understand, what the fuck do you mean? I'm a Congress will do something, we'll give you And you know, God bless her soul, she died when she was 95, 96, about 7-8 uh, years ago. Hmm. Uh, until the end, she was in, her, she was in a sense, she was a strong lady. She said, I'm a congressman. And of course, by then I was completely anti-congress. I was like, I was an activist I believe you didn't have to vote, you know, just... I mean, I still don't like this thing that if you don't vote, you don't have the right to criticize the government as a shit all argument. Right. Uh, then I would turn on and say, Because I'm an RTI activist, I said, Have you lost an RTI? Mm. I have. Mm. So, what if I would say, Unless you file an RTI, mm. you should not allowed to ask questions you know, question? Like, uh, what do you mean, dumb. right? Right, So, but my father moved from being a Congress supporter mm. to being a Modi supporter to being an Amadi Party supporter within. Six years. Mm. The pace at which people change because the information is out there and mm. someone is there to tell you. Mm. I, and I don't think he's atypical. I think that's true for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The way, that, like look at this, how the vote swung, like the seats Right. That BJP got. right, In spite of what I believe is highly bigoted, mm. really vile commentary that many of the readers give. Mm. Now all the people who voting, for them aren't bigots. Mm. But they're willing to say, okay, let's give this thing a shot. And I don't think anyone should be surprised if in you know, a few elections from now, suddenly like America. Right. People who voted Obama to stand suddenly become racist. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean,
0: there were a lot of overlap of Obama voters who are Trump voters. Right, 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 right. So I think this information overload allows us to convince people quicker than the earlier modes of communication did. Hmm. How good or bad that is, I believe because I'm an optimist generally that it will eventually
1: net-net be good hmm. but it will go through a lot of arguments before we get. Right. It seems, and because I was thinking about it and I'm glad we got across to this idea, it seems like our times are an exploration of the human potential in time, right? <coughs> like in the sense that um, cognition into time is what is being explored in the sense of information being passed on and so on and there is a lot of latent tendencies, a latent sentiment that is being brought to life brought to fire and that might come around when we start discussing the CA right after but here is my tip to people who, who, who I propose do their homework and the homework must be this when you can ask yourself a question better than you can answer if you ask yourself and you have no answer go absolutely go. Your conviction is not based on the last answer you gave but the last question you asked and that that I mean the internal monologue. So for instance if my last question along the lines of CAA is that if you're really being minority friendly in the foreign nations why not include the Ahmadis, for instance. Now I don't have a better answer to that. Therefore I am against the CAA it makes a lot more sense that when it, I because so much of it is just psychological priming. I try as hard to not comment on politics for the most part but the more time i spend on instagram twitter or facebook the more politicized i get in my head so it is it is in the it is in it is in my humble understanding that part of my political idea comes from just not caring about what i'm seeing beco- but still seeing it it's right does that make sense to you
0: yeah but i think the example you took is an easier way to demonstrate your point but there are many examples where it's bit, i mean that logic is going to be very hard to apply caa i think hmm the evidence to show that it is discriminatory is overwhelming hmm. I believe that people don't see it just don't want to see it hmm. or they have accepted bigotry at, because they like Modi or are bigots themselves I mean hmm. I don't think anybody else cannot see the overwhelm. but the Lokpal was not so black and white hmm. there were a lot of very good valid criticisms that you cannot empower one set of individuals with the kind of power that the Lokpal would have then hmm. they can even question the Prime Minister hmm. Hmm. You know, because that is an elected body hmm. this is not an elected body hmm. Um, this does not have to report and you know things like you cannot remove but he has to be impeached with very like or the Supreme Court hmm. should the Supreme Court collegiate system hmm. prevail or, or not. should they right. now this is not as simple as CEA right and it will, you know, it's like an onion, you know, layers within layers. Okay, this benefits, this does So there are many issues that will not have such a simple position that, okay, now I can answer this, And you
1: e- even then, you do like a value assessment in yeah. terms of like complete values, which value do you stand for more?
0: Exactly. And, but then and it's going to be complicated. It's it not is, be, it's yeah. It's not, like, see, it's, it's in which case, and I think that's where we have to be realistic. You know, you're a student at Columbia University, you're doing a post-grad or undergrad, undergrad. You know what you're doing, but mm-hmm. I mean, you, you are... One of the highly privileged, highly educated, um, you know, top 1%. Mm. The overwhelming majority of people do not take decisions like that. Mm. They take a decision based on, bol mm. bol mm. it is an emotional connection. Right, right, right. Which is why the responsibility of leaders is that much more. more. Mm-hmm. Which is why this entire uh, discrediting of the elite mm. is, I think, counterproductive to the people who are discrediting elite mm. because a elitism by itself um, the word elite by itself and I've you know gone over this uh, in, in another conversation mm. elitism is a bad thing like racism is a bad thing mm. because that is discriminating people based on our privilege mm. but the word race exists it means something the mm. word elite exists it means something Michael Jordan is a basketball elite. Mm. Much as I love basketball, and probably you do as well, we cannot be Michael Jordan. The Mm. Hall of Fame is for the basketball elite. Mm. The Balloon Dior, how you pronounce it, is for the football elite. Right. Those people know that space Mm. better than any of us will. Mm. Bapu was a thought elite. Mm. He could. He was a visionary in the true sense. He said that if violence is the solution, hmm. we are fucked. Hmm. He did not say it like that. <laughs> I wish he did though. <laughs> I mean, he was a lot more, more articulate, articulate. Yes, yes. So he was a thought elite. So if you have a bunch of babus uh-huh. as a filter to tell the leader that this is why you are wrong, hmm. and the Chanta believes these elite, hmm. this thought elite who have a, s- a heightened sense of responsibility mm. a heightened sense of justice a heightened understanding of history justice and responsibility mm. a heightened sense of of ethics and they have demonstrated that in their public mm. life like mm. even government many bodies say mm. that it should have uh, what uh, uh, some member of civil society what's the word that they use uh, uh, I mean the word is like
1: uh, 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 Luteans that you mean no not, you mean- no not, no that's slag? No, I mean right.
0: like a uh, uh, prominent member of civil society should be a member of this committee, whatever. Mm. That prominent member of civil society could be a musician; it could be anyone. What was Rajya Sabha all about? Mm. Rajya Sabha, the house of you know uh, uh, seniors, was a thought elite. Right. It's a different matter. People like Pradyumna really and all started going sitting there, right. who are not thought elite,
1: right. uh, who just put the face and the name. The yeah, I mean,
0: or, or, or people like Lata Mangeshkar who didn't uh. jack, right. you know. But the idea was that these thought elite would be a check. On populism.
2: Uh-huh. What is Rajya Sabha? Rajya Sabha is
0: thought elite. Uh-huh. I mean you're just picking out people and giving them this power. Why are you giving them right, that power? Right, 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 because right. they excelled in something, and you're right. assuming because they excelled in this, they must be having some heightened sense of responsibility or civic duty. Right, right. right. So the check to the kind of leadership that you're talking about, that mm. you know, that can just run away with a narrative which is hmm, is the concept of a thought elite. Mm. And that thought elite has failed the world in many ways hmm. and it needs to be more inclusive it needs to change its demographic it hmm. needs to but that is the filter that ensures that the the Janta oh, doesn't just say that hmm. there should be this filter of thought elite who says no so there are influencers there are leaders uh-huh. today the are Instagram Twitter Facebook influencers people like Chetan Bhagat people like Dhruvrati people like you know who are out there mm. they they make they have credibility you know, mm-hmm. and they make people think mm-hmm. and I think these people have to be the thought elite of the coming age and if, if the Rajya is truly to do the job they were supposed to do mm. that is the ultimate thought elite who have a heightened sense of justice morality and ethics
1: right right um, this uh, entire phenomena, this, this rejection of the intellectual. Yeah. My dad's been telling me since I was a kid, he'd be like, Buddhi ji na zada kam karte And later I found out that is in sync with his political ideas as well. Uh, and I don't blame him. He was, when he had no money and whatnot, when he was a child, he was, uh, he grew up in a school that was funded by the shakha. So, you know, you, he, his first interaction with education is that. Um, in fact, I love him for his endearment, regardless of his political beliefs. Uh, but, it, it sort of is like this this anti-elitism idea that's been pushed down is inherently symptomatic of a war of narratives, which is what I think the the current Indian democracy is going through is that a rejection of a previous narrative of India that we've been holding and this acceptance of a newer <laughs> narrative of India and I feel like every Modi lawyer, Modi supporter of that nature of the public domain needs to understand, especially with the CAA, that the protests and the support that came out for the other side is a consequence of constant at the very least improper signaling like even if you want to say that they are not bigoted hypothetically they've been signaling it so consistently and often that there is no optics begin to matter beyond a threshold and the threshold is crossed but and
0: it's happening it's not like it's not oh for sure
1: so so here's where we get into ca and i want to get get into some of some of the details about it. And before you do that, I mm-hmm. just want to you Please.
0: know your think about elite, what you spoke about. I think the one thing that we haven't discussed and it's an important part of this puzzle mm-hmm. is that the reason this anti-elitism that you spoke about, you know there it's I mean it would be foolish to assume that there is no valid reason why this anti-elitism has happened. It has happened with reasons that the elite became so out of touch mm-hmm. with with that the overwhelming oh, majority of people who they were supposed to serve through their writing through media media was overwhelmingly left liberal Hmm. in the west right but there is a large majority out there who has a different narrative so Hmm. one has to speak that language One has to report those stories Hmm. Hmm. Uh, while context matters there are many parts of India where uh, you know where there is a certain Hindus feel bullied Hmm. that you know there is a procession would go through and they could challenge you Hmm. you have to report that and and Because context of minority Majoritarianism Became so The context overtook The story Mm. So there was a reason That the elite Started serving themselves And this is what Pritish Pritish Nandi I think um, Had said Ashish Nandi Had said At the JLF Which is completely Misunderstood Mm. Where he said that Mayavati Has more Quantifiable corruption Than let's say You know Someone who sits in the World Bank Was you know The advisor to Oxford University Because that person Can tell his friend here that I'll get your son admission mm. just get my son a job at Scoopers. Mm. a transaction has happened no money has changed mm. hands mm-hmm. but the the value of this transaction is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars because mm. this admission is going to make this child earning potential right, right. and that job has given this guy an annual salary of a couple of crores right right now, these two went to the same school, the hmm. public school. They went to the same Stevens or Oxford and right. they're friends. So that transaction happened. Maya we didn't have access to that transaction. Hmm. So she says you put the cash here. Hmm. So that, of hmm. course, when he made this point, hmm. you know, a whole bunch of people said, oh, he's being casteist. He's saying low caste people are more corrupt. That's not hmm. what he was saying. He was saying the transactions of the elite
1: as a function of its externalities. right? Yes. Right.
0: Are not covered Precisely. under the... Prevention of Corruption Act. Right. It's right. so prim and it proper is, yeah, in some sense, yeah, right?
1: Exact. Right. So I want to take a quick second out to remind you that you can subscribe to my podcast if you like its content. The subscribe buttons are right on the top of your app screen. Thank you and enjoy the show.
0: I think and that is when you know when the whole anti-casteism thing happened, when you know the Ram started. You know, hmm. Tilak Tiraju or Talwar, Sabko Maru Jutechar. Tilak is Brahmin, Tiraju right. is the Banya, right. Thakur, mm. Kshatriya, Sabko Maru Jutechar. Mm. That made the BSP very relevant. Mm. Today they don't use that slogan. Mm. So when the pendulum swings the other way, there is an extreme element to it. Right. Today there is still casteism in India, there is still a Brahminism in India, but a Azad has a lot more space than, say, uh, you know, I mean, he's an outlier and you know he was bullied in many cases. He had to step back from his beliefs in many cases because of oh, overwhelming Brahmanism of the Congress Party. Right. But today, there are so many leaders. It's still not equal. Mm. But it is not what Kanshinam started out with. Mm. Same thing with anti-elitism. I think there is a reason the pendulum has swung the other way. Mm. And today, if you say that science is a good thing, you're saying... Sala Bada Elite and if hmm. you say that internet was there in our time hmm. or some BS stupid like that, things like right. you know even yeah. from the Prime Minister downwards has said the most bizarre things right. embarrassing I know but that is okay hmm. I don't think that is a I think that is the pendulum having swung so, to the extreme Right. just like Pol Pot if hmm. you wear specs you will be killed hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm. that was a
0: Khmer rule. that hmm. means you can read that means hmm. you are educated we hmm. don't like educated people hmm. you're not hmm. you work just the fact that you wore specs was enough to get you killed in this hmm. regime that is
1: anti-intellectualism.
0: Right. But I, so that's, that's what right, I, I see that.
1: And I think that sort of explains this, the dialectic of the WhatsApp university funda as well, because what is happening is if there is such a disconnect, I feel from the media because the medium overtakes the message in the McLuhanian Marshall McLuhanian sense, I'm going to go with another medium and I don't care what the message is as long as it borrows my context and it helps me. So it's like, because I don't see X being represented in the traditional sources the why where my things are being represented no matter what direction they're leading me I'm going to eat it up it's it's sort of like the urgency of the person that might be my guess but let's take CA into account and we'll do the same exercise where I'm going to animate into the devil's advocate position so Mm -hmm. we can we can sort of I can ask you the questions I have in my head right and I'm given to understand that you have the idea that the CA is an absolutely unjust introduction into the Indian legislation so what Is it because More than unjust is unnecessary It's unnecessary So let me start with that Because the number one question That people hit a wall with me When I start going down that road is How would you manage The borders of India If I give you an infinite resource model How else would you manage The borders of India Than this What is the alternative to this Uh, A the borders of
0: India Are not insulated by this act Because it has a cutoff date of 2014 mm. So anybody who's come after 2014 mm-hmm. In any case not covered by the Senate right. So it is not managing the Anyway It right. is just taking care of anybody who came in before 2014 Right So You know At I least on paper I mean of course The implication I mean, would be that we'll, we'll come to the practicality of how to prove when you came
1: Right uh, Which Yeah you know, and we can do the theory function aspect Mr. Of
0: Shah has not thought through <laughs> Like most things that he doesn't <laughs> But uh, on paper, it doesn't solve that problem. I mean, so how, how can you say that is...
1: So y- here is how I'll, I'll, I'll make that case. Of course, it does not directly address the problem of the borders itself. It addresses the problem of migration, immigration, and so on. And, 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 and Who
0: how... came before... It doesn't address the problem. Uh-huh. It addresses anyone who came before this hmm. will get citizenship if they are non-Muslim hmm. through a procedure which is a little faster than hmm. those who are... I mean, a couple of things that people shouldn't assume that CES said the Muslim cannot get citizenship. Hmm. They said he can get citizenship. Right. What he's saying is that the process for that person is still going to be the old process. The non-Muslim is going to be a quicker... For
1: 2014 yeah. to 19. for I mean, 20.
0: Until, I mean. Basically from 71 to 2014. Uh-huh. That is right. the cut-off date. Right, right, right. I mean, people who came before 71, one assumes they're already citizens, but yeah, anyone who came before, let's just say before 2014.
1: Right, 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 right. But the, 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 the there is also this contradictory fact that... Um, the the counterfactual is that assam was protesting for almost not having something like this because they feel an urgent immigration problem that they are being flooded in their own neighborhoods with people who are not you know indigenous to the land and such and so there is even if it is not directly addressing the problem there is a problem of this nature as to who do we sort through the borders when they come around because a lot of infiltration does happen in assam's protest and it,
0: assam is one of the most vocal anti caa you know, protest.
1: Because they're like, allow nobody. They're more restrictive They don't want anyone. They don't want Hindus either. Right. Because
0: for them, the change is from Assamese to Bengali. And that right. Bengali could be Muslim or it could be Hindu. Right. So they are opposed to it for more... For, for ethnic more, reasons. a secular, xenophobic reason. Right. As opposed to many other places that... Is not a secular xenophobic reason, but it is a reason that it, they say that it is communal. So there are different know, reasons that different people are.
1: I think I think the xenophobic's is a little quick because you can be xenophilic and closed and and closed borders as well, right? You can sure. like your neighbor, but you don't want him yes, around, yes. right? And so my point is that assam is urgently facing some sort of an immigration issue where they do not want to be flooded by people who don't belong there right because there has
0: been a demographic change there mm-hmm.
1: right of course there has been and it's it's almost urgent but then there is also the fact that and this was something somebody posited to me yesterday in a conversation and they said listen india is the only place which is which we could consider the natural homeland of hindus sikhs jains buddhists this is the only place that sort of preserves these identities and therefore they must have an option to return to these places, much like the Jews have in Israel, or for that matter, so-and-so have. The Islamic world's huge and the Christian world's huge. And the, the general idea being, and this was this was a personal anecdote that somebody told me, they came to visit me because they like my stuff. I was surprised. I was like, why do you like my stuff? But uh, this guy tells me he's a Hindu from Sindh. And he tells me of all these 12-year-old women getting abducted. So th- the fact being, on the external, beyond our borders too, there's pressures on people of these particular communities. And let me depersonalize, let me say I'm not a Hindu, but I would subjectively, these people need a home to be, they have to have a place where they can exist without being second tier citizens. And so why not open the borders only selectively? Why not come to a great conclusion between the black and the white of absolute closed borders or absolute open borders? And let at least those people who won't survive anywhere else inside, this seems like a very that exists. So I mean, you don't need the C A for that already. So what does the C A begin to signal then? Like what is it for? So Mm -hmm.
0: already, I mean, I personally, you know, I play football with some of these guys. They are Afghan refugees. They've been around for over two decades. Some Mm -hmm. of them have got citizenship. Some don't. Some have refugee status. Some don't have refugee status. India has been doing that forever. Mm -hmm. So it's we didn't need the C A. The C A A is a very obvious dog whistle to the base of this party which says So you said to signal is, that is It is how many it is going to benefit 30,000 the, the official data has some 30,000 some people hmm. who are registered hmm. who came before 2014 hmm. so you are telling me that they had this bloody whole parliamentary tamasha hmm. for 30,000 people hmm. you think they even rat sass for 30,000 people hmm. I mean 30,000 people they are willing to you know is a collateral damage and bloody Building a dam, yeah. Mm. And building a pond, forget a dam. Mm. I mean, they, they will call, like three million people are collateral damage for a dam. They mm. don't give a shit. Mm. It is a clear dog whistle, mm. and you can see how it is being used. Mm. Tukde tukde gang, genu, Ye Muslim wale, yogi, and 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 this is where many people say that my political, you know, biased. conversations, mm. not biased, no, but no, conversations become too uh, exclusive mm. and, and exclusionary. Mm. Uh, because I'm painting everybody with the same brush, hmm. which is not the case. Like I said, not every Modi supporter is a bigot. Hmm. Uh, or not every Yogi supporter is a bigot. But if you can't see the bigotry in this bill, hmm. I can fairly commonly say you're an idiot. Hmm.
1: There is no kind way of saying it. Hmm. Hmm. Let, me, let me try and see if there is a kind way of making the case for the other side again. So even with the fact so, you said there's a dog whistle for the base of this party. you this know. This is la- this is one
0: step towards Hindu Rashtra because with NPR, like mm. Amit Shah said, I, you know, I'm repeating the same thing that's gone around in memes. Mm. You mm. Once you have CAA, there is no way of showing when I came in or when I don't. Mm. People, when they are coming in the refugees, they say, we blockchain wale password-protected iPhone our documents. have mm. mm. yeah. but let's get to so, the
1: function. So, haan, but theoretical. Haan haan
0: to, uh, CAA... Disenfranchises us all hmm. and then NPR will decide who is a c- citizen or not. Hmm. I, I mean NPR will first assume that you are not. Hmm. It is up to you to prove, and hmm. then through CAA, I will decide whether you are an Indian citizen or not. Right. They have taken they have taken the control of the citizen out of his hands to to be a citizen of the country.
1: Right. So so to to, to draw back to the to the dog whistle that you said, the dog whistle is easily or at least not easily, but conveniently interpreted as also a signal to the Hindus around the world, the Sikhs around the world, the Jains and the Buddhists around the world that listen, you can come here, we have say a tilted set of values, much like again, Israel as for Jews, they're a Jewish state, but I mean, you know, they have a fairly functioning coexistence with the Muslims and the Arabs who live in that region as well. Listen, that this is your natural homeland. That doesn't mean it is any less anybody else's homeland, but it could be this dog whistle could actually be a proper signal loud enough for everybody to hear that here is the case so one on one end that that might be the case the second thing that you bring up is sort of the inclusion of the nrc and the npr and how that complicates the entire situation and then my first question returns now that we are addressing the entire issue of immigration itself in an infinite resource model how would you sort it
0: uh now this was very articulately put at an event by mr mm. like i said the 2014 cut off date does not solve the infinitely resource model anyway. Hmm. So, if you want to talk about that, you have to talk about that separate from CA. It has nothing to do with CA. Hmm. That's hmm. a separate issue. Hmm. If it is a dog, we should tell A, your first bit, you know, Jains, Buddhists, Sikhs. So, are we saying that this is a country for Jains, Buddhists, Sikhs, and Hindus, but not Muslims?
1: No, no, hmm. it is for Muslims too. But then it, it is. So it's, no, so
0: what do you mean? It's their natural. This is this, their natural home, but it's not a Muslim natural
1: home. Like, I don't understand what that means. So here is what that would mean. The Jews is a good example. The Jews sort of live in a trauma where wherever they've gone over the last so many hundred years, in fact, their culture is trauma. That's what they try to communicate. How do you reproduce and how traumatized are you is Jewish culture. Forgive me. but um, And so they believe that there is nowhere in hell they would be safe, and therefore they must exist in this particular zone using the same line of reasoning, because almost... A, you can't use the same line of reasoning. This, I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. A,
0: mm-hmm. I'm not entirely um, convinced of the... And nor are many of my Jewish friends who are mm-hmm. from Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, this lady who just came, her husband is... Uh, Israeli. Uh, Israeli. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they... Uh, a lot of them don't agree with the Netanyahu kind of... They said, like... The guy's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. That this whole... Bigotry that he indulges in. A lot of Jews don't agree with that. Right. That is one part. Mm-hmm. So I will not say we should be like them. We should mm-hmm. not be like them at all. Mm-hmm. Now you see, a world war was fought mm. because of what happened to the Jews. Mm. Six million were killed
2: mm.
0: with the intention of killing them. In fact, technology and many of the companies that today have huge stock values and mm-hmm. and, and from Hugo Boss to IBM, facilitated in creating systems where you could get rid of these dead bodies and, and you know, faster than uh, who, who served the Nazis uh, without getting messy. Because, how do you kill so many people and not create a stink? Hmm. You know, whether it was those incinerators and stuff. What happened to the Jews, a world war was fought over that. Hmm. Hindus have not gone through any such thing. Hmm. So, for Hindus, to incorporate that sense of victimhood, right. let me let me let me. is deeply problematic, mm-hmm. and that is the kind of you know mentality that people like Modi and Shah tap into because you know there was a uh, R.K. Narayan had written a story called mm. an Astrologer's Day. It was mm. part of my course in I.C.S.C. Uh, sorry, I get confused. Who's the president? Who's the writer? R.K. Narayan is the president. R.K. RK is Narayan a is the writer. Yes. An Astrologer's Day is a story about this astrologer and he basically I won't go into the whole story but Mm. he says there are two or three things that you say to anybody Mm. he will believe that Mm. one is you give more to people than you get from them Mm. that you know you are doing so much for everybody but everybody does not give you the credit and they don't do as much for you Mm. no matter how selfish a bastard you are Mm. you believe that about yourself Mm. everybody believes that about yourself the second thing is that you are very hard on the outside very soft on the inside Mm. no matter how meek and push over a person is he or she likes to believe that I have a very hard extremely soft routine. right There's Two or three you know chuthi things that you tell a person and everybody believes in well, it. Uh, uh, that's the st- so the easiest thing to convince a people who are dissatisfied with their lives is it's somebody else's fault. Right. You're the fucking victims. Hmm. And and that is just not true for Hindus. So right. the logic that you are kind of you know juxtaposing Imported. of, of uh, Israeli Jews and I mean, we can get into critique of the Israeli state and why Mm -hmm. it's problematic. Mm -hmm. And there are enough reasons that I think it's problematic. Mm -hmm. But enough reasons that I support the need for Jews to not give up on their history. Now, Mm -hmm. you go to a country like, and and, and no matter what Germany Mm -hmm. did, and we will say Germany, although it was Hitler, Mm -hmm. did to the Jews, today you go to Germany, you go to Berlin, you see the memorials there, Mm -hmm. you see how they will not let their own people forget.
1: Mm What, what they're capable of. What
0: they're capable of. But, but let me look at... We've me. made a in Gujarat. We've made a memorial in Gujarat. Oh,
1: man,
0: we have an oral tradition. Hai, ta, papa said, the sun comes from there. That means, we have the National Archives. Uh-huh. You got, there was a news article in our National Archives. India's National Archives. It was a theme in the film. We have to document it. It's a great Hai, nahi hai. Hmm. So,
1: so I, I follow that. There is no direct importing of the Jewish narrative into the Indian, or for that matter, almost anybody. What the Jews have suffered is a case in its own self. And then there is absolute criticisms of Netanyahu that I agree with, right? There is a lot. I'm very involved with Israeli-Palestinian activism in Colombia as well. So, but to draw, what that... What that example was used to do was to clearly present in the in the real world an example where this kind of a situation is well articulated, the need for a natural home. Because uh, the logic, somebody might say on the other side, what I'm pretending to be, is that it is because the Muslims can just, if they wanted to place Pakistan's right there. But then you, your question is assuming that this is a Hindu nation. No. I'm saying if the Muslims
0: want it, mm-hmm. you're saying that there's a natural home, right, natural. You are saying natural home and you are confining it to religions. But mm. you're saying if the Muslim want, they can go to Pakistan. Mm. Then there is an assumption in your question that this... Not the Muslim from India. Not the Muslim from but, India. <coughs> the Muslim from Afghanistan. But Pradham. how does, The moment you go there, mm-hmm. it's a slippery slope. No, I get so, that. But, so why should a So what you're automatically saying is that the Hindu from Pakistan belongs here, not there. No, 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 no. I'm saying if he chooses to... But that's... But why should...
1: That choice only for the... Then you're assuming it's Hindu. But because... That is because we can only... If we can serve the world only limitedly, which is the case in say the economic sense, we can only serve the world limitedly in the social sense as well. We cannot... We cannot... Then don't serve anyone. First serve who you have. Arvind K. Jeevan said this very... Uh,
0: article so you said we
1: should close borders entirely. No,
0: I'm saying whatever logic you use has to be consistent.
1: Right. No, I mean... No, no, no. So, not so, entirely. So, so,
0: it has to be because... I'll tell you what. Yes. There are three crore, mm-hmm. there are three crore Hindus. Mm-hmm. In pakistan bangladesh uh, uh, afghanistan right uh, whatever between right. 3 to 4 hmm. you cannot take up ready Three hundred thousand homeless in India. Hmm. If these three are we saying that we'll take you here? Is that what we are saying?
1: What What we are saying is, listen, if you want to come back, so we can take wh- care of you. Right. But, but the limited resources. Logic goes out of the I way mean, way I mean, even then, the, the, then, then, so the, the the consistency of logic that you spoke about is sort of you would agree in contradiction to the case by case thing that we discussed in the very beginning of the conversation. The fact that we cannot live in a consistently logical era that we have to sort of evaluate things case by case. This can be privatized and this cannot be. It is sort of indicative. This entire phenomena sort of indicative of the same kind of same kind of case. But that logic has to
0: be consistent within the same argument. What Mm. I'm saying is I cannot say that we shouldn't privatize water Mm. and we should privatize you know the airwaves. Mm. These are two separate markets. Mm -hmm. These are two separate cases. Mm. You are having one case of one country allowing it's within the same case the logic has to be consistent. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is I will use the logic that one should not privatize water because it is a resource that rich people can afford, you know, five million liters of water to swim in and a poor person cannot even afford enough to drink. Mm. So if we let the market decide it, a whole bunch of people will not even have water to drink. Mm-hmm. As far as airwaves are concerned, you cannot just let the government have access to airwaves. Private parties should be allowed to, you know, mm. broadcast because A, general... So these are two separate logics. But mm. I cannot within that argument mm. say that news laundry should have access, but So and so should not. So and so so the consistency of logic has to be within that the argument. The confines of that argument. And, and I think I'm within the confines of that argument, the consistency of logic of having limited resources and unlimited uh, people to consume them falls.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: but, I mean But for me, it mm-hmm. falls at a very foundational level that the moment one says natural home, hmm. one is assuming a Hindu state or a Sikh state or a Jain state. Hmm. The use of natural home itself, even though one is not saying it. Is assuming
1: a Hindu state. I think we've de- we've, we've uh, delved deep enough into the theoretical, and I want to move to the functional aspect of it. But there is one last question, and that is the question of the Hindu state. Sort of does not arise for the RSS, or for that matter, anybody who believes in the RSS kind of an idea, mm-hmm. because there is no conflation of the state and the church. That's why they so discard. Can I just cut one second? Yes, please. Um, you want to come back? It's fine. Is is keep running. I'll I'll edit here. We are about to close. Fifteen to minutes. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. Right. We'll finish in fifteen minutes. Oh yeah yeah, even sooner, even yeah. sooner. Great. We're close to an hour. I hope d- I hope you did not realize that is how long yeah, we've been at it. But so my question is anybody who subscribes to the RSS model or for that matter who subscribes to being a so, sort of pro CAA, at least in the bluntest sense of the word, will never see a Hindu state in existence. It can be a Hindu dominated state for them because there is no conflation of the state and the church in the same way that the only other secular country I can imagine that is sort of truly or was truly secular. The United States is a Christian dominated nation. Their laws are peripherally affected by Christian ideas and Judeo-Christian ethic and whatnot, but at the core of it, they're secular. So my, my, my idea is that I don't, I cannot expect a truly just absolutely out of the blue atheistic rational enlightenment Sorry. state either there would have to be some effect that the hindu domination sort of has sure. but it necessarily does not have to be a hindu state then sure. it could just be yeah. a hindu which dom- is what we are right now right and for sure hi. and and probably yeah come in hi i'm just going to finish in 10 minutes uh. you want to shoot dances so you should dance so, so, yeah. so we'll just go start observe see what we want to shoot and we'll start that and yeah. then jump into your back. yeah okay okay but so that, that's exactly and we are right, that, that right now and it is sort of a re-emphasis to the world that listen we are India we can stand up on ourselves since we haven't for so long and we can have all you guys who had to run away for various reasons feel free to come back home if it troubles you ever. What is
0: home? That's what I'm saying if, mm. but if it is minus a particular religion it mm. is assuming it is a Hindu state. No what okay. I'm is you can be a Hindu dominant state mm-hmm. but you cannot say that we were like you see US and I have said this before the, the camera was rolling at the time mm-hmm. A lot of countries, before they become these evolved developed nations, uh, not just developed nations as far as material is concerned, mm. because you know J. R. Diamond's books of why some nations are developed and why they are not, a lot of geography and, and right, you know, right, 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 are, uh-huh. but <clears throat> who become more liberal in mm. their view, or like Saudi Arabia is a developed nation, but it is not liberal at all. Mm. One big injustice they are allowed. If not allowed, they have done one big injustice and exactly. then they have built their, their 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 halo and their liberalism on that one injustice. Mm-hmm. But they have learned from that one injustice. Mm-hmm. US has the benefit of not having a deep-rooted culture. Mm. These are all white people who came and wiped out the indigenous people. Mm. Right? Mm. The Native American is all but extinct. Dead, right. mm-hmm. That was the one big injustice. Mm-hmm. On that, they made these grid-like cities that are super efficient. They made a system which did not have to grapple with existing tradition. A, and and deep existing tradition. They mm-hmm. could just say, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Right. And they said, okay, fine. We all our money. Right. This, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Germany did what they did, and once they did that, they said, okay, mm-hmm. this injustice is a fucking wake-up call. Mm-hmm. We will build our ethos. This is one big injustice. Mm. Now when you say that they are like America's like this or they have this you know judo christian kind of ethos where they yes they do we have a Hindu ethos when it comes to our basic day-to-day conventions rules laws I understand that you know like when they say uniform civil code I'm not opposed to you know not allowing triple talaq or not allowing although Islam allows it but that is not how the law will Work here. Work here. Right? Mm-hmm. While there is the provision that it has been because there is family law, it allows. Mm-hmm. But there are many laws that don't care what your Sharia or whatever mm-hmm. say. This is how it's going to be, mm-hmm. whether it is interest, the logic of interest, or the logic of loans. And right, like
1: right, 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 right.
0: Now, that exists. To what extent it should exist? Liberal values proliferate. Mm-hmm. Many of the liberal values we've inherited or absorbed are not Hindu values. Mm-hmm. Democracy is not a Hindu value. Mm-hmm. The concept of democracy is not in our tradition. Mm-hmm. We believe in kings and mybap and raja sahab. Mm-hmm. Even today, bloody someone like Sindhya goes into gwalior and people die at his feet. It's a disgrace. Right, 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 right. Is is that what we're saying we want? Mm-hmm. No, we don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We reject that because it's shit.
1: That's what we moved forward from.
0: Exactly, and mm-hmm. that will happen irrespective what you dominate. Mm. Now, my only fear is that the people who lived through the Jew Holocaust. Holocaust right Or people who were part of wiping out the indigenous American and then getting slavery there. Two big injustices Mm. in America. Mm. Historical injustices. Injustices Mm. that the world will never forget. Mm. (coughs) They did that. They learned from that and they built on that. Mm. If we are a smart nation, those injustices are enough for us to say we should build our values. Mm. My fear is I should not live through an era Mm. where we... As a people.
1: <laughs> Run our own This is
0: our injustice. Mm. Oh fuck. Mm. We were such idiots. Now, now we, we will do. learn. Right. I am not going to be one of those Indians. Right. Like 90% of those Germans. Mm. Who were decent, mm. rational people who went home, kissed their children and said we are... But they fucking supported something that mm. destroyed mm. the basic human fabric. Mm. I cannot say whether we are going down that way or not. Mm. But every civilization large civilization like the Indian civilization or the Hindu civilization Mm. teeters towards that one big injustice Mm. in my living memory this is the closest we've come to teetering towards that one big injustice Mm. and I am not going to be one of those who Mm. will stand on the side of saying let's try this experiment Mm. no Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, I mean, I think this is good enough for us to also sort of touch upon a few questions I have on the functioning end of it, right? So like this was just theoretical, philosophical, mumbo-jumbo, we go over it, we understand stuff. On the functioning end of it, there is probably the biggest concern is the fact that when it gets attached to the NRC NPR, it sort of becomes this exclusionary combination of law that will exclude everybody else, but so and so and whatnot. I could work with that, I haven't read the law. My concern is, and tell me what you think about it, and it's not callous, it's careless because I'm assuming the average individual out there. My careless concern is, 70 years down the line, this might be a small tinge that sort of helped us forever solve our migration problem. Like, you, most I, I think most political decisions need to be judged in retrospect more than in prospect. I mean, we can only be cautionary in prospect. We can be judgmental only in retrospect. And I feel like there is enough possibilities that if one sat down to imagine where this might work retrospectively for the better.
0: To what? To what end?
1: The economic, socio-economic ends. Just let's but, think about but the But it is
0: not designed for that. So this is a bit like saying that uh, demonetization will kill black money. It didn't. Hmm. That is not what it was designed for. Only hmm. A completely illiterate hmm. person would would believe that shit that came, that demonetization Kaladan be hmm. Do you know how black money is created? Do you know how hmm. black money is generated? Do you know how, oh, how black money no. is so, so, political parties go to funds in so, so, case. So, kere, right? then, I mean, whether it is lawyers or doctors, teachers, I mean, I could, I mean, I have friends in Punjab who got calls saying that you know from religious institutions that are saying that tomorrow we can have this much of a commission hospitals are doing it dude I mean so so what you're saying is a bit like saying that demonetization will solve black money hmm. no they're not connected hmm. Hmm. this will not solve the problem you're saying hmm. and that is the biggest fallacy that is often used a problem a genuine problem you say okay, that's a problem, and Something a brain that fart looks, huh? of an idea like huh. CAA, and say oh, see, there's a problem. Yeah, there's a problem. You see, this brain fart of an idea, it'll solve this problem. No, it won't. Mm-hmm. The two are not connected. Mm-hmm.
1: So, 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 I, I get, the, I get the feeling that it's sort of like a lot of the things that are pushed out in terms of this is why this is happening is not it's really not why, right? And people aren't really digging through enough to see why why why, why that might be the case huh, huh. okay very interesting I had one more question I think I might be forgetting let me see yeah I think I am. do you have any questions for me
0: no yeah it was wonderful talking to you all the best for your podcast um, it's, it's great your conversations are good and you're well read that's good
1: I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. you saying that means a lot. You're one of the best we have in the country. I'm not, I'm I, I I truly really think so. I truly think so. I know I'm, I'm being as unbiased as I can be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Avan. Fun this session. has been a pleasure. I'm so sorry. You- if you like this stuff, might I please remind you to please press the subscribe button. If you liked it enough, if you press the subscribe button, it only helps other listeners come to find the podcast more easier. Also, if you disagree with something, you are more than welcome to approach me on any of my social media handles or my email. My email is mailme.prakhargupta at gmail.com. Finally, leave a feedback, leave a review. It really helps people who are, listening, who are checking my podcast out to find if they'd be interested in this content or not. And eventually, if you just love this podcast and you cannot stop thinking about it, share it with somebody. It really helps my audience grow a little bigger. Thank you so much for listening. It's been incredibly fun doing this for you.